0: Saludo, mi gente. Welcome to Dismantling the Fuckery, the podcast where we deconstruct the illusion and unleash the fabulosity. I'm your host, Gohena Angelique, your fierce, neurodivergent Jew, poet, and an advocate for decolonial liberation. So get ready to dive into the messy, uncomfortable, and transformative work of dismantling the systems of oppression and the limiting beliefs that hold us back. We're here to reclaim our power, Embrace our magic and rise into fabulosity. So grab your cafe, your tea, I don't know, maybe you need a shot and let's get into some fuckery. Saludos mi amor. Welcome to episode six of Dismantling the Fuckery podcast. Yay me! Um, (laughs) I swear every time I just want to like celebrate. So what are we going to be talking about? What fuckery are we dismantling? We are going to talk about how to maintain your agency and community. Now, I've been wanting to do a course about this. I've been wanting to do a class about this because I swear that we need to learn how to not just reclaim our agency and our power, but know what the difference is between yourself and another fucking human being or a group of humans, right? Now, I've seen it in all ways. I mean, I've seen it in spiritual communities. I've seen it in families. I've seen it in the institutions, the nonprofits, the educational structures. I mean, it's all over the place, this negotiation for your agency or my agency, right, as part of our, our living experience. And for me, I've been really insistent on one let me just say let me just let me let me preface the rest of this with a couple of things that the medicine that moves through me and also my design as a whole my blueprint has a lot of this energy that is very Um, that is about agency, that is about being who you are, you know, it's like that thing about waving your freak flag, and the fuck it, you know, like, there's a lot of that energy. And because there's a lot of that energy, I've been able to have access to that, right, in ways that allow me to be conscious of uh, some of those patterns that can show up. Having said that, patterns of self-abandonment show up, have showed up in other areas of my life, right? So I want to name that because I think that the reason why I've wanted to teach this for so long is because I understand that while we inherently are born with the essence of who we are in our own agency, meaning that you as a human being, so let's define agency. Agency is your ability to act independently, make choices, and take control of your own life right? So if we hold the conversation of agency, accountability, and responsibility, which are words that everybody loves to use. So, you know, in big ways, what tends to happen is that we are unable or are not given the tools, you know, this is parenting, this is high parenting shit, right? It it doesn't, there's no other place where this process can happen safely that allows both for the exploration that's necessary to discover who you are safely, securely, and still maintaining a sense of belonging intact, which is what the fuck the family's for. That no matter what you're learning and growing as a person, right, that this structure, family again, um, is supposed to be a place where you can learn, grow, develop as a person and know the difference between you and your mother, right? Differentiation. And so when we have a lot of wounding in those areas, when we have a lot of shit going on or we're not afforded the tools to understand how to support and cultivate that, well, that's how you have grown-ass people having so many fucking experiences that are traumatizing that are just bullshit that are also just a bunch of fuckery because people have not taken the time to examine what is, we talk about it in personal development and again because we're so fucking extractive with this as a society Right. We're like, you know, we want you to become better. We want you to develop yourself personally so that you're you're able to become a much more productive citizen when that's not what the fuck your awareness is for. Your awareness is so that you as a person can continue to grow, get the resources that you need to shape the unfolding of yourself through every season and cycle of your life. But again, when you don't have this, when you don't have the understanding and the difference between yourself and another person, and that the difference does not mean that you are no long, you no longer belong, then you are able to navigate environments and situations in which you fucking say no to what you want to say no to and yes to what you want to say yes to right but if you if you join or become part of communities or are born into one in which there's a lot of trauma there's a lot of bullshit there's a lot of construct and all of the shit then that understanding becomes very challenging because the need that went unmet, the need for connection and belonging that was unconditional, and what I mean by unconditional means that your parents were still going to be there, your family, your friends were still going to be there, even when you struggled and made mistakes right the human the human condition in which we uh you know we we fall down and then we get back up and we learn you know that's how we learn to walk, et cetera, so being able to step into this place where we' We're, we're in our deep understanding of this process and it's not threatened right that's unconditional like it's not threatened your parents are not going to put you outside the fucking door because they don't understand how you how is it that you feel so comfortable wearing shirts with uh leaves because they're a bunch of flower wearing motherfuckers right like you when you have that sense of safety then you're not you can explore You can make mistakes and then you come back to center and you develop the muscle of your agency amidst your family and then boom, boom, boom. You're going out right into the world. And so I feel like when we are unable to acknowledge and look at the places in your life where you miss that or where there may be wounding around that and you haven't done that internal work of knowing yourself, well, of course, you're going to keep on abandoning yourself and selling yourself out. You don't even think that you you bring something. And if you don't bring something, right, which now it's easy to get away with not bringing anything but looking like you have everything, hello, um, when you don't do that, right, then you have no idea who the fuck you are, what, where, where you belong, because you don't even know what you bring. So that's confusing as fuck. And this is how those dynamics show up in communities. Now, again, I'm going to say some things that are going to be a little strong because, communities other than the one you're born into in terms of your family all the other ones you are fucking joining when you are conscious enough to do so anything beyond those younger years where you were still in your parents house and they still all you know we're gonna move between two dimensions because one you are always a part of your clan your family right your tribe And then two, there's this part where because our socialization is that until the age of 18, you are not allowed legally to do your own shit and be held accountable for it, then that equally has put the process of development under that same subjugation. What do I mean by that? I mean that when you are still under your parents' roof or an authority figure's roof (laughs) roof, roof, based on the system... You cannot yet be held fully accountable because you're still being, you're still in the muck of like you're in your parents' house or in some, in an authority figure's space, right? So what tends to happen is anything after that, anything after the moment that you began to exercise your agency, your choice, your power, right? You began to act independently is the moment that you became responsible and accountable for yourself, responsibility, accountability, agency, and consciousness are four different things. And the reason why I'm saying those four different things is, is, is walk with me here. Agency is your ability to act independently, right? And so responsibility is your ability to respond to things. Accountability is your ability to give account for your life. And now that I just said four things, I forgot what the fuck the fourth one was but I'm sure it'll come up again for me. Anyway. Um, <laughs> wait, oh, agency, wait. agency, responsibility, accountability, consciousness. Ooh, there we are. Why am I mentioning consciousness? Because I think that, and I've been thinking about this for the past couple of days. And the reason why I've been thinking about it is because as I look into the ideas of like designing my, my reality, my life, creating a life for me at this juncture in my life that is significantly different than anything I've experienced before or lived before. I've been thinking a lot about what happens, right? Like the, the challenges of the language around, you know, creating, manifesting, whatever you, whatever feels most resonant to you. Um, how do we look at the past, right? Or how do we look at suffering or how do we look at trauma? And I want to say first and foremost, that anything that happened to you externally at the hands of somebody else, you had no control over I'm going to say that one more time, especially for anyone that was still under the agency of parents or some sort of authority. They did, you do not have control over that. What happens after that, right? After you're out, outside of the space, and also when you're in the greater world, you have no control over other people. You only have control over yourself. And still, good, bad things happen to good people. This is why we fucking talk about it. We don't understand why, but it does, right? So, okay, so we hold that. As you continue to grow and you exercise this muscle that for the most part, thanks to modern parenting that really fucking sucks, or survival parenting that fucking sucks, that this this process in childhood or child development has been extended. And so we perceive this as... Uh, like things have to reach a completion at 18. And then we're like, now we're like, oh, science says, well, you know, the prefrontal cortex is not fully developed until the age of 24. Yes, 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 yes. All of these things are muscles that are developed over time. And when parents are intentional about it, then they're able to do that in a way that actually is generative for this child. And this child gets to exercise those muscles and build it. But if you continue to treat children, so let's, I'm going to do This is a bit of a squirrel. Just bear with me because I'm going to bring it back to what I'm talking about in in agency because I want to, I want to create these nuances and distinctions in order to give you more meat to build with, right? As a person. So here you are, we have this construct that makes, that takes 18 years and puts you through a peer system, a peer led system that keeps everybody at the same fucking age and mentality based on the science but has has painfully fucking ignored that the old system of older kids younger kids learning together you know all of those things were actually highly beneficial for the children Because they were exposed to different stages, different capacities, different levels of awareness that helped develop the critical thinking skills and the critical agency necessary. So now you're put into school as a child. Your childhood is extended for 18 fucking years in which, you know... Kids get to their teens and just just about their teens or preteens, depending, of course, your context. Right. Parents are like, I think it's time for you to learn how to earn an allowance now. Are you fucking kidding me now when they're that doesn't make sense. You need to fucking teach them since they're small. Involve them in what it takes to build a family, to build a team, to build a community. And that they bring something to that. Not that they're just in service of or in subjugation to. Because that's going to teach them to give away their power. And, and by virtue, power slash agency. Meaning that they won't have the capacity or the skill set nothing in order to develop this really important muscle that develops over time so that when they go out into creating their own lives, et cetera, it's so well-developed, they're able to choose for themselves what is necessary for themselves, right? And that they see that what they bring is a contribution valuable. And so they, they care for that. They don't, they're not giving it all away, right? Like th- these are the patterns we wind up falling into. And so Here's the thing, you can't change the family you came from, but any other communal things that you join, groups that you join, my love, unless you're the person who was gifted with the, the, the ability, the capacity, the vision to bring that thing forth, get the fuck out if it ain't working. What in the baby fuck is going on? I've seen an enormous amount of fuckery people in group settings that they don't, they, they first, at first, it's all romantic, right? It's like a fucking courtship. It's so sexy. It's so exciting. You know, you're meeting new people, all of those things, but you're not examining the values of this, these communities, or even take into account that in a big community, there's going to be sub fucking communities, and that the difference between talking about the construct community, society at large, is that 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 is governed highly by an already like pre created set of rules, right? An already shaped out system by which some can win and some lose. So you that's that's just that's equity that we're fighting for in justice. But when you're coming to these other sub like. Sub communities within the larger community and the construct of community. So think collective, then think societal. That's the one that has often these dynamics of, you know, oppression and shit like that. And then think uh, spiritual communities, family communities, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? Like we're coming in, going deeper into the individual until there's you. You are as much a part of this as everybody else and even the person who was the 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 idea creator of the community, right? So you're going to have, it is my personal belief, you know, you could take it or leave it, right? Agency. Um, but it is my personal belief that people who create movements or organizations or new ideas, whatever, I don't fucking care, a meetup, whatever. The people who create the thing are the people who have been entrusted with the vision of that and their responsibility and accountability to it is different. And that there is this, if I, and I'm really fucking big on this particular ethic and it is so important to me and we don't even teach it enough. And it's this idea that when I collaborate with someone else, I am not the fuck surrendering who I am. I'm finding where my vision of this world, where my mission in this world, where my values align with the values of the thing I'm joining. I'm choosing to join, right? I'm choosing to join that. I'm looking for where my shit aligns with that shit. Then there's going to be difference and difference is not division. So then I know my lane because I bring something to this and this brings something to me. And the minute that that's not happening, I'm getting the fuck out. The minute that goes sideways, I am removing myself from the equation because I have the power to do so. And so the people that create the thing have a different type of responsibility to it. They can't just abandon ship, right? They can't just leave. They have to continue with the vision or figure out what's the next iteration of it. And they're responsible for attending to that. But if their vision and my vision do not align... Again, I'm not talking about societal constructs. Do not align. Baby, I ain't going to stay. I'm going to leave them in their lane. And I'm going to put my fucking car on my own road. I do not. Listen, I've watched this shit go down over and over and over. And, you know, and then this is how we got cancel culture. We got a lot of shit where people are trying to hold people accountable, etc., etc. But on the other side of that, and this might be a little... Right. On the other side of that, you fucking you are not exercising your agency. You are not removing yourself. You are not protecting yourself. I don't fucking care that we have these still these systems of leadership and authority. That's wonderful. It's great. And if you do not subscribe to that thing, do not fucking join a community that has that as a structure. And just in case, if you don't know, let me help you. This is like the news channel. I'm going to give you a forecast that's been in operating forever because what you're going to discover is that even in the communities that are wanting to do things differently and wanting to operate differently than the construct or et cetera, build community in different ways, have a bunch of fuckery going on because it's messy as shit. Because we're conditioned toward hierarchies and we don't know what the fuck to do with our agency. And so people start dog pissing on each other trying to figure it the fuck out. When the truth is, if something doesn't work for you, does not align with your values, is no longer going in the direction in which you hope to go, this is what you do. You say, it has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for the honor of the exchange. It is time for me to go. This no longer aligns. Thank you. I wish you well. And you're on your fucking way because you have the right to choose. You see how that goes? And so now, okay, so I I jumped ahead. Let me come back to this idea of the agency. When we have this long drawn out system, we don't have critical thinking skills and the practice of them being applied. You become an adult, you're shot out into this bullshit society that has all these other fucking rules now, right? And and in the process of that, it becomes very confusing for you to understand where you have agency or not so that you're often finding yourself falling either prey to peer pressure, which does not stop after high school. Please, people, please. It does not stop. Some motherfuckers are relentless with their pressure. Some people don't know how to be in their own fucking canoe. They want other people to be under the same pressures that they experience they want other people right like and then the people who are often susceptible to the peer pressure is because you don't know who you are you have not exercised it and in the journey of this becoming accountable then becoming responsible so uh, understand that no matter what, you're always accountable once you're outside of the structure that's supposed to like have the power over you. Now you have the power to make your own decisions, to act independently. Now you're acting independently. You still don't know who the fuck you are because you're shrouded in your family's dynamics, the school, the society, all the shit. Now here you are having to make decisions and you're unsure and in, on top of being unsure, and on top of not knowing who you are and what you bring, now you lo- You notice that you want to be part of other groups. You want to have that sense of belonging, and in that sense of belonging, then you discover, oh shit, it's in my best interest to be like them, speak their language, take their on their whole thing, because then I'll belong. And then you join, and then you discover because you 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 started from a place where you did not understand who you are so that you're able to act independently and craft your life based on the idea that you can engage, you can engage in things that don't require you to give up your entire identity to become part of, but that that thing also becomes part of you. You become part of it and it's a mutual experience. It's reciprocity. It is not, it will not, it does not operate by you entirely becoming whatever that, thing's, that thing is. It's bitch. Because the minute you do that, the minute you give up your essence and your agency is the minute that we lose a very significant piece of the puzzle. This is why you fucking matter, right? You fucking matter because you're created in such a way or design, however you want to perceive that, that brings unique things that we need, and you're born in this time and this, you know, season, etc. Because it's instrumental. I don't fucking care if you're cleaning toilets, and I don't fucking care that the only thing you do is set the table. Because when you're in, you when you're in your being who you are. When you're bringing what you bring, we, the 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 whole of humanity is blessed by that, and so are you. Because you'll never have the experience of your belonging being contingent on you being like anybody else but it's contingent on you being you and that that's what we want as a society and so some of the things in order to create this architecture that has the capacity to continue the okay so the architecture of of, uh, oppression is self-perpetuating That's that was intentional there's a way that that structure was built to be self-perpetuating what we want to do is we want to create in such a way, frameworks and ways of being, that liberation is self-perpetuating, not the opposite. And when we, when again, we're working with trauma, we're working with wounds, we're working with survival, what's going to happen is that people often think that the thing that they have to give up is who they are in order to be a part of. And then the foolish folks creating the environment's um, if they're demanding that because they're getting their need for power met in this very toxic way, then they are going to enact the dynamic that creates this back and forth somebody on top somebody on the bottom somebody power over and somebody power under right like this dynamic is not going to stop until we shift the way it moves. And the only way to do that is actually to, to return to a place of our own discovery. Now, what I'm talking about is agency is not selfishness. And when you're, when you begin to become aware of the ways that you're moving and the experiences that you have, you're having in your life in relationship to groups and relationship to community, and you become like, you start looking at like, for example, why do I keep on engaging with these type of people? Or why does this experience continue to like happen again and again? What is going on for me as a person? What is the remediation that I need? How do I repair this for myself because there's a pattern in here? So then I look at that, I get the tools that I start needing. I try to figure out how to talk about it until I find the tools that I need to help me repair that within myself, and that changes how I engage in anything else. like I get to decide that this is what I need in order to be a really generative and well part of this thing. And I think that when we're able to come to this place of this deeper understanding and and begin to go, I don't like the way this feels. I don't like the experience I'm having. I'm going to figure out. The repair, and when I do that is when you begin to develop and start cultivating consciousness when you begin to become conscious, then you are able to be fully responsible up until then you're only accountable because you don't know that every choice you're making is action has a give and take, has a push and pull, has a consequence if you can bear that word enough, it's neutral is going to have reverberations and those reverberations, though you may not know and you may not be aware, are still within your account and they make it hard, right? Now there's those, that's for your choosing, like your decision-making, whether you're aware of it or not, conscious of it or not, right? When we're talking about other people, you can't do a fucking thing about other people. You do not control them. You have no control over that. The only thing you have agency control in is yourself so while i i can't i mean I have been able to control what happened to me as a child right and have had to deal and work through the more conscious I've become blah 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 right that allows me to actually move into my agency. Because I couldn't control that, but I needed to understand the difference of that circumstance so that I can offer myself forgiveness, so that I can offer myself compassion. Because in in that dynamic, my I was not able to access my own agency, my own power, because I did not have the fullness of it. I was only given part of it. Right? It's I'm a child. I had parents to answer to, etc. Now that I'm older, right? I'm I'm able to act independently, now I can realize like, oh my, those experiences that I had that were very powerless as a child, I don't want them to define me. So I need to support myself in repairing that. Now I've become a a responsible person. I have the ability to respond to my life versus just being an accountable person where I'm the only one able to give an account. And the reason why I'm separating this is because I want you to understand, especially with all the teachings that we have going on about mindsets, about mind and all of the the good stuff, that you cannot look at the past and you cannot look at these places where something was enacted that involved another human and another thing and solely return that to the person like you're solely you're solely uh you're responsible you didn't have the ability to respond to what was put before you because you were not taught to develop the critical skills in order to discern to make choices that aligned with who you are as a person and on top of that you didn't know who you are right and so we offer that that those things grace compassion and forgiveness much more complicated. Once you become aware, that amplifies your energy, that amplifies your essence because you're actually intentionally choosing. This is the point. The point is intentionality. That is what creates consciousness that moves in a way that you are able to identify where your agency is, who you are in the bigger picture. Right? Right. So if you are struggling with any decisions in the past that you've made, any experiences that you had, or learning to define um, and, and, dis- and um, discern where, where was the power, where was the agency in the equation, right? Like you can do that now. You can look back and do that now, but you're still going to have to offer it compassion because you didn't have the ability to respond in a way that you understood in order to create the result that you want or the experience that you want. Now you fucking do is my point. <laughs> you, you do now. The longer you develop your consciousness, the longer you you cultivate your and learn to maintain yourself as a person, right? And learn to protect yourself and learn to set the boundaries for yourself to preserve the essence of what you bring. Meaning like, who you are, like, you know, I know people who are fucking funny as shit. There's just beautiful souls who are, I, to me, always I'm like, you're born to be a fucking comedian, right? Like that thing. I'm like, oh my God. Uh, and, and anytime they enter a space, you know, they lighten it up. Their job as a person who brings this type of joy, et cetera, et cetera, is to also make sure that they let people nourish them that they have a current of nourishment and tending and cultivating all of those things in their own lives for their own being, for their selves, not just the way that they can light up a room. If you light like if you're the type of person who lights up a room, then I want to light you up. That sounds strange. Just bear with me. Right. And it's like, because you have to put in, right? It's like reciprocity is the cycle of give and take where you need to be nourished. And when you're deeply nourished, then everything is overflow. So you would learn to protect that. If you're a person that also, like, I'm going to use different things. And I think, you know, most people have the capacity for good, bad, you know, evil, good, whatever. Um, and that I don't think it exists in a binary. So that, let me say that. Having said that, is that. I'm looking at people whose essence is really full hearted, that they still have, they have a lot of texture of themselves present, right? Not necessarily, they're not in a big practice of abandonment, self abandonment, and they don't usually fit in. These people, we need to be nourished and filled. We need the same thing that we're giving abundantly to others. We need that for ourselves. And we need to also be able to protect our own our own hearts. Like I love you. I love you so fucking much. And and I adore you and I wish nothing but the best for you. And I also know that there's some decisions that I have to make despite my love for you. It doesn't change my love for you, but that I may need to create a, a boundary or I may need to do a thing and it doesn't mean I love you any less, but I need to do it because I know myself. And I know that I may have patterns or tendencies of giving, you know, over giving, um, and you overgiving only happens in relation to a lack of reciprocity, right? A lack of give and take in our lives. And so, having said that, there's this awareness that happens where I'm able to be like, oh, here. And this is this is real for me. I used to think that, you know, I tend to be, and where I come from, and I love when I come across people that are the same. Um, where it's, there's no strings attached. We're not looking for anything in return, right? And we don't we don't put conditions in certain ways on people because we understand if I'm going to give you or help or fill in the blank, whatever the word is, I'm going to help you. This is not about the kindness of my heart and the celebration of the kindness of my heart. I'm helping you out of the kindness of my heart. What in the baby fuck? If you're going to help somebody, help them in what they need, not because you're looking to get your ego washed, right? And you've heard me say this before. And so there's this piece around being able to recognize that when we are engaging in our fullness, when we are exchanging in support, when we are caring for each other, we have to be willing to do that from a place of understanding that it may need boundaries, because some people are just fucking starving. But you understand that if you burn yourself out, if you if you outdo yourself just trying to do something else for somebody else, you both may you may not make it, right? Like that's that we understand that now. It doesn't work like that. We would need each other in this process and so I feel like there's this place and this conversation around understanding that when you're showing up right? You may be abundant in your love and the way you care for others or all of the things, those things that were fill in the blank, right? How you show up in community. But you also have to be able to do that from a place of recognizing that you also have the right, because it is your agency, your choice to act independently and say, I'm unable to step into that particular thing because... It puts me in a position that I'm not at my most, right? Like my, my most generative. And so you have to be willing to have those type of conversations. You have to be willing to, um, hold your ground and willing to set your boundaries and look at where you, where you have leakage. For example, if you're the type of person who struggles with the imposter syndrome, that's just going to fucking kick your ass. Because if you continue underestimating your abilities and feeling like a fraud, how what, does that, what is that going to do for you as you show up in circles of community? Well, that level of insecurity is going to cause you to reach outside of yourself. And in reaching outside of yourself, you're going to fill it with either somebody else's ideas, somebody else's teachings, somebody else's how to hack this or how to do that methodology without having even examined who you are, what you bring And what matters most to you? What are your values? What do you value? What actually matters? Are you, is there congruence there? Like, is it working out or are your values only in one part, but not in, you know what I mean? Like, and that's humanity. That's learning how to live this out. And so if you're constantly struggling with imposter syndrome, because you're comparing yourself to other people anybody home and the reason why you're comparing yourself to others is because you cannot see yourself so you're looking for an external measure and that is funky shit that's gonna slap a slap it's gonna (laughs) my gosh this was all just violent that just came out of me but it's gonna kick you in the ass later it's gonna kick you in the ass later because when this shit starts setting in you get weird, right? Because you're unsure, because you don't know, because you can't do it like somebody else. Or maybe, you know, if you haven't responded to your own life in a way that you've had the courage to be who you are, do what you want to do, do what you love, et cetera, then you're looking at somebody else who started something, who's been building their, their, their ship or whatever, and feeling a type of way about it. Because you're... Not answering your own fucking call inside the house in your own fucking lane. Because you're looking at someone else to be the description of what you must look like. Because your own internal trust is is awry. It doesn't exist. You can't trust someone you don't know. And if you don't know yourself, guess what? We're in trouble. Because that's how we sell ourselves out. So taking the time when you're looking at right like your own shit, you know, if uh, if challenging conversations, you know, conflict avoiding conflict becomes a thing, uh, you know, internalizing the norms, right, and the belief systems that go along with your place in the in the circle in the community, all that shit starts showing up and triggering the old things because you're coming into the space expecting it to give you some very fundamental human, like meet your fundamental human needs. Meanwhile, the people in that circle have nothing to do with the people who hurt you. And now you're trying to like, you're doing the proxy thing rather than looking at anybody else's work, anybody else's movement as a possibility. It is, it's, when I do what I do, when you do what you do, and we're in our zones, you're showing me what's possible. I'm showing you what's possible. But the only thing I can offer you is to return to yourself to see what is it that you're bringing. Don't do me. You cannot do me. You cannot do it how I do it. You One, you're not me. Two, that's not the assignment. The assignment, you have one. And I need to, I need to understand and see that as a person and be like, oh, I see how this person, this is, it seems like this is their assignment. It makes sense that we would dance together. We can dance together. I'm going to hold my lane. You hold your lane. We're both bringing something and creating, co-creating. We don't need to piss on each other for it because we're both essential. The minute we're not both essential is the minute we are going to run into challenges. And if I'm going to join a community group or whatever the case may be that has these um, that has norms, that has all these rules, everybody has them spoken and unspoken. And I promise you that, you know, the traditional models of community or gathering or whatever, and the spiritual and or the much radical, everybody has fuckery. OK, when I mean everybody has fuckery, I mean, everybody has fuckery both, uh, I'm going to binary this, but like both ends are actually just living in reaction and not even actually building authentically. Right. And what I mean by that is that this, the, the new ways, right. Of doing things are actually just different than the old ways. When you actually are stepping into a radical way of transforming personal, interpersonal, and communal relationships is when you're able to step outside of the binary into the dynamic dance, into the whole thing. And this is how people are getting so confused. They create communities and in these communities, there are going to be norms. they are going to be values. There's going to be a mission, vision, values, all of those beautiful things. Hopefully, you've done your homework well enough to understand both the implicit and explicit ones, or the explicit and, yep, nope, I said that correctly, um, right? And able to communicate with transparency, and you know what you're signing up for, and at any time, you can get off the fucking boat if you don't like it, right? One hopes. If things are not built in that way, then that, you know, then it ensues, but you get to decide if you want to be a part of that, but here's the thing that's going to be challenging is that what we're called to is the 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 balance, the the measure, the relationship, the dance of both things. that you can be an individual and be interdependent. that you can um, bring something to the table and simultaneously decide that the table's not for you. And by the way, I hate that fucking table shit, that a seat at the table. I feel my fucking god those are like crumbs man and I, I remember back in my early days I used to use that saying lord knows that the fucking chairs revolving the last person got kicked out because they got too they they would not yield or surrender or submit and then you're replacing that person it's just it's a lot of fuckery having said that I think that if we take the time to examine, you know, like if you're struggling with imposter syndrome, if you're struggling with boundaries, if uh, your needs for being valued, seen and heard have gone unmet most of your life and in most of your relationships, baby, that's how we wind up with the challenges of people pleasing, right? Because we have these deep needs, which I have a lot of fucking compassion for, I have compassion for it because I've seen it in myself. I know the feeling of longing for connection and longing for the intimacy of being seen by another human being. And that's different than just like, you know, somebody knowing you at a glance, right? An acquaintance, if you will. And so being able to recognize that this is part of our humanity, part of our human experience that calls us to look at this from the position of saying, okay, I understand that I need to be able to prioritize my needs and then out of my prioritization, I'm able to show up fully and be there to meet others and to support others in getting their needs met. You see that? Support others in getting their needs met. I don't have to abdicate, deny, abandon, reject myself in order for me to do that. And because I know that, that changes the way I engage. Right, so you have to come back to look at the places. The reasons why you may be limited by a particular belief by a particular thing is because you have not examined it critically. You have not looked at it because you just want it to belong, so you just jumped in the fucking in the fucking boat without really thinking about it without really examining whether. I don't know, the codes and the norms or the standards or the values of the particular group or organization, institution, whatever the thing is. Like if it actually aligns with you and who you are. Because when it doesn't and you give that up, then you keep on taking up doing shit other people are doing and being in ways that other people are. And then that leads you to limiting what's possible because you only think that being like that, like that other person or like that way that the group is, is what's going to give you access. So that's a limiting belief right there. You have given life to the limitation that the only way you're going to meet that need for connection is if you look like another, you know, whatever, right? Like whatever the group is, or if you solely do all the things. I never forget when I you know, some of my return to Judaism and my return to these roots that are part of my lineage, I remember feeling a type of way because in the diaspora and all these generational things as a, you know, a Juryan, there's this I don't I wasn't taught Hebrew, I don't speak Hebrew, I wasn't raised culturally Jewish, right? Like the culture of of a community. I wasn't raised with that culture. And so because I wasn't raised with that culture, it made me in the, in the external perspective an outlier within a fucking group. And I remember wanting to learn Hebrew. I mean, I started, life has been, there's, there There aren't words for it. Anyways, give it, I give it my best, et cetera. And getting to the point where I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I did not, I did not turn my heart and my face toward this So that I can be like anybody, it's because it feels right in my soul. It's because lighting Shabbat candles is one of the many ways it can look felt fucking right for my soul because it felt it made the Torah made sense to me. The the beauty, the possibilities made sense within this structure. But I am not subject to it in a way that is from obligation it is from fucking devotion to my ancestors devotion to my own soul devotion to my family my children's 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 and i mean that in the ways of like whoever they become uh cho- you know become family with whether chosen or blood like this is this is what we pass on to each other the beauty of the thing and i want the beauty of the thing and i started out really with the heavy shit right like cuz i tend to go deep um, and then got to the place where I'm like, wait a minute. And this is, I talk about this occasionally where the, the parasha portion, lech lecha, the parasha is a weekly reading that we do. And we read a portion of the Torah every week. And lech lecha spoke to me so deeply that shit set me free because I was like, wait a minute, I am in this for my relationship with the divine and no fucking body can talk about that to me. Nobody, not a rap, not a rabbi from the ancients of ancients, right? Like not my mama. No one was going to tell me how to relate to the divine because that relationship was between the divine and I. And the choices I made were mine. Like that, the the, the thing here is to choose to be in devotion, to choose to be in right relationship. To, you actually actively are engaging in it with consciousness and awareness of the commitments that you're making. And so you make peace with whatever you feel the ask is. But if you have to give yourself up in order to become a part of something you already are, just rewind that so that you can see how it makes no fucking sense. Right. So part of this work is starting to look at these pieces for yourself. I'm going to kind of bullet point them. You know, you're looking for where you are seeking out external validation because you have not been internally validated first and foremost now at this stage in your life by yourself. If you validate yourself, if you trust your intuition, celebrate your uniqueness, celebrate who you are. No longer allow yourself to be defined by the past shit, but recognizing that now you have the choice to redefine it. Ooh, you're going to be a beast. Uh, The fear of speaking up, staying silent when you see shit or, you know, still co-signing the shit. If it doesn't feel right or solid to you, take a step back. Ask yourself the questions, does this align with who I am, with the contribution that I bring, with how I want to be in the world and the community I want to be with? If the answer to that is no, take your time. If the answer is no, because it doesn't sit right with you, get the fuck out. And soon enough... What you need will show up for you. You don't stay, right? You don't stay because if you start to see things that that are not on the up and up, the people responsible for really tending to that shit, and I'm talking this, I'm not talking structural justice. That shit you got to roll against. That bitch has to be broken. That's a different thing than what I'm talking about. I'm talking about community at large, I'm talking about spiritual community, other communities, family, all of the things, right? Those types. In these spaces, your voice should be clearly spoken from your eye, you know, when we say when you speak, speaks with the eye statements, right? From your own agency and autonomy, again, your ability to act independently and think independently. And if you feel that that is not welcomed or it is constantly, you're constantly having the experience of being shut down, pat your shit up. And move on, move on, babe, let it go. And what you need to show up for you and the people that are responsible to guard that, to, to see it and to be working with the vision, they have the responsibility to check themselves, to ask themselves questions, to be accountable and responsible. And the way that that's enacted is that you you can't hold somebody fucking accountable. It's their account. They are They have to be able to do that You can ask them to be responsible. Do they have the ability to respond? And if their response is still something that doesn't align with yours, then you move on. And I know this sounds, this can sound trite, so you're a grown-ass person. We're not talking about petty shit. We're talking about real difference in values and movements that actually are causing an impact where people are losing their shit in communities, throwing every fucking thing under the bus... In an attempt to regain their agency, when the agency is enacted, the minute you decide to act independently, surprise, and even if you experience trauma and have a lot of CPTSD, hello, I know what that is, I experience a life with that. Then you get to decide that you are no longer going to put yourself in those type of settings where there's those structures because you know that that that's something you're still working through. That's something you're still recovering from and healing from in your life where you were taught that type of right like you become codependent all the shit and and you get the authority thing. And so all of a sudden you start doing whatever you're told like if you're a five year old child. So then your work as a fucking person is to evaluate whether these types of structures that have hierarchies are in your best interest as a person because you may have a tendency to fawn. You may have a tendency to contort and contract. See how that works? So then you may be much more suited for groups that have a much more open dynamic, a much more open uh, agency uh, affirming experience. So you're never locked into a setting or a commitment that you did not choose. This is how you operate from a a place of agency. At a pace that strengthens you and works with your wounds of origin, your shit. Right? Like it allows you to in the most important way. And while trauma we don't we don't have control over triggers and we actually don't have control over reactions. You don't. That's the whole fucking point of the survival brain. Having said that, you get to put fences, training wheels on that shit for yourself so that you're able to be gentle in a way that makes sense. Right. You're able to be supported and reaffirming your agency throughout the rest of your life that comes through a good therapist and a good support system in which you're communicating some of the experiences you have and the fact that you're working on these particular things and you would like to you would like to be supported in this in a particular way. Right. Like that's how that looks. But you have to then honor that you have a history that's very challenging. You have to honor that these wounds, some of them are still gaping and open. You have to be able to say to yourself, here's what I want to work with within myself, because I notice that I tend to either I'm hyperfixating. you know, if you're neurodivergent, and there's other things that are showing up for you, you know, then you get to be in relationship with that without judging it, and then get the support to kind of move through it. Without shaming the shit out of yourself, which is, doesn't, it's not going to give you what you're hoping or looking for. So your agency is going to look at things like, are others dictating your time and energy without asserting your limits? Like what's happening to you around your boundaries, What's happening to you when you speak up? What's happening to you when you are feeling that imposter syndrome, you're having some experiences in your life that are entirely different than maybe somebody else that you know? You have to be able to take that into account. And that when you serve, you understand that you're serving not from a place that your service is going to make you fill in the blank, but that however you're going to be of service is your offering is what you're bringing and that what you bring, you can take back. What I mean by that is that you can decide no longer to engage and leave the community or leave the group setting. Well, Kohene, aren't you promoting like division in a way or like, you know, isolation? No, I'm telling you that if that doesn't work for you and it's problematic in a way that actually is causing difficulties for you. You remove yourself from it. You do a good check-in. You decide what you actually want to experience. You already know what you don't like. You know what you want to experience. And guess what you do? You actually take the time and start putting yourself in places and spaces and opening yourself to the possibility of being able to receive that, being able to engage in that, being able to have that in a way that makes sense to you and that's affirming to you. You see, that's how how that happens. But there's also this piece, and you know, I'm a a big fan of like recognizing we're interdependent. And we are interdependent. The other side of that conversation is the agency, not the hyper-individuality, not that shit. The agency, the essence of who you are as a person is in dynamic dance with the interdependence with others. And that we get to be part of healing each other, then you find people in groups or settings and environments that match your particular values, and you move within that with an agency that allows you to be fully yourself. You you can you see how that happens? It allows you to be fully yourself. And this is not this like oh they do this group does this in in a particular way. I'm talking about your fucking values, and I'm talking about where you're selling yourself out. I'm talking about where you're abandoning yourself. I want to be more spiritual. I want to learn more spiritual things, so I'm going to join the spiritual group. Did I examine the values of the group? Do I know how the group is moving? Like, what do I notice about the way things operate? If there's a mistake, what happens, right? And if when I'm engaging in that environment, when I'm first introducing like courtship myself to that environment, I'm observing, I'm looking, I'm sensing, I'm watching the dynamics that are happening. And if I believe that it's solid with me, then I allow myself to have an exchange. If I don't, then I don't because it's not going to work for me and I don't need to come at anybody for that shit. I just need to get the fuck out and go find what I'm looking for and that that's going to nourish me and serve me. And so you're looking for where you're one, right? Taking all these external ideas and all these external things define you and tell you who you are because you haven't taken the time to sit and be. And I was thinking about that earlier today because I was thinking about the idea that we have a tendency to, we were taught to reach for so much outside of ourselves. That in a society that has so much noise, like every single fucking image, TikTok, message, like these are messages. They're information. They're a lot it's a lot of fucking information. And and I hope that you have a practice of shutting it all down so that you can hear yourself. And this is a very like, it's kind of like that artist thing, right? Like as a poet, when I'm going to write my piece, I like to be inspired by other things. But when it's time for me to do my thing, every, everything gets shut down. I am no longer pulling on anybody's information. I'm no longer reading other people's shit, nothing. Because I need to hear what I'm here to channel through my poetry. I'm here to listen for what's coming, what needs to be birthed and emerge. It is my job to protect that and to make it sacred with boundaries. And so this is this kind of the same idea, right? Like, it's like, oh shit. Like, what you bring and who you are is so fucking precious. You have to shut, you may need to shut some shit down. And I'm not talking about the isolation that's dangerous. What I'm meaning is stop seeking to consume external information and learn to listen to the voice within. And this is how you get solid with your intuition. And this is how you begin to exercise your agency in a powerful way, because you know the texture of your own essence. And so, when somebody says that you're a piece of shit, when you're actually someone who whose heart and whose actions, you know, follow follow step are in in uh, lockstep, then it doesn't matter if you call me a piece of shit, because. I, I that's your opinion. That's your perspective. I know that I lean onto my values, and uh, my integrity is solid, and that part of my integrity is not to do harm to anybody, right? Will I? Yes. Then I take responsibility for it, because I have the ability to respond for it, right? Um, and so, or respond to it. And so, I feel like here's the part where your spiritual walk doesn't need another fucking tool another fucking anything if you get shit, get it because it resonates with you not because you feel like it's going to give you something you don't have nothing is going to make up for the journey of learning to fucking walk with things yourself and what i mean by that is that you could read a million things you can be around a million people all of the things but Ultimately, it is your path that you're walking, that you will learn what, what God means to you, what goddess means to you, spirit, what magic means to you, what spells mean to you, uh, what astrology means to you. You're still going to have to interface and contend with it in a way and, and move it through an analysis to decide whether it's something that works for you not because somebody else said this is what makes a real witch a witch this is what makes a real fill in the blank a real full in the blank because that's their perception of it who are you i ask what have you come to do and be and that's an inside job no matter how we painted it. and it first begins with understanding your agency so i hope this has been helpful Again, let me move through one more time. You're going to sit down. You're going to start reflecting. You're going to start looking. Are you seeking out external validation? Like, are you validating yourself? Are you trusting your intuition? Are you celebrating your uniqueness? Have you become accustomed to being um, to the 10th? attention that you receive with the tension so that you're constantly engaged in the fuckery because it makes you feel like you're part of something and you're still running from yourself and not addressing it right are you afraid to speak up if you're afraid to speak up in any particular environment this is when you need to ask yourself if it aligns with your values if it's worth the cost and if it is not then you know what to do have you been neglecting your boundaries? Have you been drowning in imposter syndrome so that you're constantly having the experience of being jealous or sending the evil eye to people because of whatever their lane is? You know nothing about their fucking lane. Leave the motherfuckers alone. Find your place in your lane where you feel that what you bring is valuable. I don't need an education to tell me what the fuck I bring is valuable. Even if I'm mopping the bathroom, it doesn't matter. I know that everything that I'm doing is an offering of love and devotion, and that it'll come back to me another way, right? Like I don't need I don't need it to to make me feel important. It's what I get to give, and so look at that. Uh, if you're struggling with people pleasing, if you're struggling with constantly prioritizing other people's shit, again, you're gonna practice self compassion. You're gonna start prioritizing yourself because you understand that in order to be able to give in the quality that you want to give in, you have to have something to give from or give in addition to, right? Like you have to have your own well-filled limiting beliefs because you keep on putting yourself in other boxes and other societal or personal norms because you don't believe in your worthiness as you are. What's the other thing? If you're avoiding conflict. Now, sometimes you have to discern whether something's worth battling over or not. And then again, if you're like, you don't want to stir the pot, then get out of the fucking pot. Get out of the pot. You're not happy in the pot just in case. If you're afraid of stirring it, you're not happy in the pot. Say bye-bye. And again, I don't mean this in those trite, like any little thing happens and and you're in a tizzy about it. Grown-ass people, grown-ass people are able to take accountability and responsibility and don't play in that that bullshit like that. Um, And then... What defines you? You need to take the time to define yourself so that you would stop allowing these external things to define you, to give you definition, give you meaning, give you identity. You are a unique blueprint. And this is why I've taken on human design, quantum human design, um, both as like as a practice for myself and also to teach it and help others. Because I know it is not a question in my head, unequivocally, that when you know what you bring and who you are, not in that entire way where you can describe yourself in five words, dumb shit, right? Not that, although if that makes you happy, then that's fine, right? That, but that can't be the all of it. But this uh, this actual dynamic of knowing where you, where your entire being is most... um is most anchored like what you bring no one else can bring and there's a unique way you operate and so like when I do a human design reading a quantum human design reading and I'm like let's talk about your type and strategy it's about relieving you from trying to do shit that you have no business doing because it's not even part of your own blueprint it's about getting you the fucking tools you need for what you what you want and being able to ask yourself wait a minute what what are the things that I'm longing for and what do I want them to look like, so that they you're not trying to you know get Susie's view of it and Susie's uh definition of it, because you know that what you you know what you need and what you want, and you're able to advocate for yourself and so learning to celebrate yourself, learning to define yourself for yourself for who you are and what you bring, not all the things that you're doing that you're exchanging in order to be a part of. So again, I hope that this was nourishing. I hope that it was a blessing for you. And I hope that you come back to the essence of your being with a fabulosity that fucking wrecks it, right? And that you can look at yourself in the mirror and be like, hey, kid, I love you. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad that we get to continuously discover the new ways and the new, um, and what I mean by new ways is because the parts of you that are growing, those older ones just, you know, they fade away. And then there's this expression that seems new, but is not. It's just another aspect of your fullness and your beauty. And we need that. We need you in that and not you trying to be anybody else. So again, when it comes to community stuff, whatever the community setting is, If it doesn't align with your values, if you come from, uh, you know, already having been exposed to an enormous amount of pain and trauma, set the boundaries that you need. Do not put yourself in group settings that are very, uh, that the dynamic is hierarchical. Also understand that the people that start visions and start groups and start communities and all of that shit and movements, they have been tasked with the vision and have a different responsibility in the equation. And if you're, Values, your vision, your mission in the world does not in some way meet up with theirs. Get the fuck out and create the space so that you can find the place or the people or the community that moves, that shares these particular values when it comes to groups, gatherings, and all of those things in circles, right? That's what you're looking for. Not everybody's gonna like share your same fill in the blank, a personal value, but that your group values. You can find your personal value in the group value and it's the standard and the dynamic that everybody holds to, right? Um, But you're always going to have to make space for your humanity and the humanity of others. And at the end of the day, if something is not vibing, instead of fucking um, creating an enormous amount of chaos in which you do more harm and damage to yourself and to others, remove yourself from the thing that is not in alignment with you reclaim your agency now that you are able to you are no longer the child who experienced the things you are now able to figure out and as much as possible the information's out there so we no longer can say we can't find it it's out there right and so we begin to seek the support for ourselves and this is how we create our experiences Um, when we become conscious that we have the power to create them and that we have the power to care for ourselves while being interdependent like part of the interdependence is you being in your full agency and that my friends is a thing of beauty so i love you i hope that uh yeah i hope you're doing good and um Wishing you blessings. Be sure you know to do all the things. You're going to hear it again come up. But please feel free to share, to like, and subscribe. And help this podcast get out. And help me help others reclaim who they are. Reclaim and unleash their fabulosity. And also learn how to dismantle the fuckery. And within all of this, find the extraordinary compassion and love and ferocity that we can move with. So thank you for another for listening to another episode of Dismantling the Fuckery. Y nos vemos ahorita. Bueno, mi gente, thank you for joining me on this wild and liberating journey of dismantling the fuckery. Remember, we are the architects of our own liberation. And if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share it with your people. Do all the things you know what it takes for us to keep these frequencies rolling. Together, we will transform the world from a place of fuckery into a realm of unapologetic fabulosity. Stay fierce, my loves. Stay fabulous and keep dismantling. And if you want me or need me, yes, you heard me say that right, you know where to find me at priestessingliberation.com. No Adiós.